Hey everyone, this is Eric with Pardon the Intermission. Before we start the show, I just wanted to let you guys know that while we were recording this show, unfortunately, we had a few technical difficulties. So if it sounds a little wonky at times, we do apologize. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I am Eric. And I am trying to sound like Eric Jason. <laughs> <laughs> do we sound cool? I don't know, probably not. I sound cool. I, oh, about yeah, I think you. you did. I don't know if I did. I, I, didn't, I didn't sound cool though, at all. You sounded chill. You didn't did sound I? Cool. Oh, is that what it was? You hey, got the chill I'm, I'm chilling, yeah. Got the chill. Well, hey, we, we thank you guys for joining us. We got another yep. uh, great show here uh, today. Today we're going to talk about every. Halftime Super Bowl show oh. from 1993 and beyond. Ranked, so, ranked. wow. Yeah, yeah. Why is this so, important? Because hey, the Super Bowl took place last the weekend. Super Bowl just happened. Yeah, and, so why not? And we will get to that because I do have some opinions of my own as far as the show goes. But but there was an article here in Vulture, and uh, yeah. and they did that. They ranked every Super Bowl show halftime show from 1993 to today. Sure. So there's 31 of them. 31 years, man. Is that crazy? Uh, you know what? I I was just reminiscing with my wife watching the Super Bowl halftime show featuring Rihanna in this mm. year's Super Bowl, and the words that came out of my mouth were, bring back marching bands. <laughs> bring back marching well, bands. You know, before before we get to... I'll tell you what. Before we get to this, before we get to this uh, this uh, list from mm. Vulture, let's, uh, yes. let's talk about that. What do you think about this year's... Uh, Super Bowl because yes, Super Bowl is sports, but yes. but the halftime show is a huge entertainment venue, right? And I mean, stars uh, clamor to be able to 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 be featured in this. Yeah, in some ways, it's become bigger than the game itself. Mm. In some ways, are you asking me what I felt about the game? Or what the did show? what did you know? What did you feel about oh, the, the show? show? The show, okay. uh, the Rihanna halftime show. Okay, hated it. Really hated it. And don't, I don't, don't mince words now. Don't mince words. <laughs> I'm trying not to. And let's not get lost in semantics here either, all right? Uh, I hated it. All right. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Okay, folks, I was born in 1975. Uh-oh. All right, so I was just a generational thing. I'm fully aware that a lot of the Super Bowl halftime shows feature prominent hip-hop and R&B artists to uh, attract the younger audiences, meaning the uh, the generations that were born after the year 2000. I'm mm. with, Eric and I are Gen Xers. Yeah. We were born from that Gen Xer, so I'm sure it's a generational thing. I'm not a Rihanna fan. I saw the show, and other aside from, I would say aside from the you know the the stages that were going up and down about 350 feet from the ground in the air, which would scare the hell out of me. Uh, regardless mm. of whether I was tethered to them or not, I, Eric, I just didn't like it. I, I thought it, it's pretty symbolic of what every Super Bowl halftime show has become, which is over-embellished, over-sensationalized. And, and with Rihanna, I mean, it was funny because I was, I was on Twitter tweeting like a madman throughout the whole halftime show, and everything I was looking at in my Twitter feed said, is Rihanna pregnant? Is Rihanna pregnant? Oh, is yeah. Rihanna <laughs> pregnant? You can't hide that baby bump with that outfit on. Yeah. I'm just like, great. So now we're going, focusing from the show to now Rihanna being pregnant, which, yes, folks, by the way, spoiler alert, she later confirmed through her publicist that she is pregnant. Great. 
Kid number two on the way. She just gave birth back in May. But Eric, I just, I didn't like it. And it's mm. not that I don't like Rihanna. So she's a wonderful performer and she knows how to put on a show. But at least uh, yeah. as far as halftime shows are concerned, I just thought over embellished, went over the top. And I just, it just didn't suit my needs. Mm. Yeah, it was a very, to me, it was a very, first off, I think it was a very low energy uh, okay. halftime show. I mean, she you was know. pregnant. <laughs> well, I'm not even talking about her. I'm just talking about, it just seemed low energy overall. I mean, and, and okay. I'm not, and, and same here. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know some of her pop songs. I'm not uh, real big into Rihanna. Yeah. But, you know, that I, I don't have to be, one doesn't have to be real big into Rihanna or anybody else's putting on the show as long as they put on a very good and uh, uh, stimulating show. Um, but she didn't, and 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 it's not just her. I mean, she had the dancers and everything, you know, and all that. But it was kind of the same thing. It was kind of the, to be honest, it was kind of the crudeness of it. I mean, first off, yeah, I was, I was like, is she pregnant? My wife says, yeah, she's she's expecting. And I was like, oh, and then she's over there dancing like she was. And I was like, it's kind of, you know, I don't know. It just it didn't do anything at all for me as far as you know. Okay. It was really kind of like, why is she dancing like that if she's, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, as far as and as far as the music, I could barely hear her voice. I don't even know what she was singing. I could barely hear uh, in, anything. It just seemed I don't know if it was my speakers, uh, what was going on there, but it was really hard to understand her. I think you know the outfit. It's it's funny because I guess if you want to go on the conspiracy side of it, you know people are saying, oh, it's right along with the Grammys. You know she had this red outfit. <laughs> She's the red queen and right, right, you know all this right. stuff and all this crazy stuff. But. You know, the, the bottom line is it was very lackluster overall. Mm, okay. um, yeah, I wasn't happy with it at all. Um, so I don't know. I yeah, I I probably give it a one out of ten to be honest. Dude, I mean, it did. I, I kind of walked away from it at some point. I wasn't into it. Uh, didn't really do a lot for me. So. Yeah, I I honestly sat back in my chair, paying more attention to my chips and dip than I did the, <laughs> the halftime show. I just, yeah, I didn't so, get into it. So let's see where this ranks on their list. Now, right. um, so going back to this list of all, from 31 down to one, we'll go through the list here pretty quick. Okay. Um, and, and, and see if the audience can play along and see if they actually remember any of these shows too. That um, would be great. Yeah, because uh, to, to be honest with the folks, I I didn't remember probably most of these. <laughs> I you know I perused through the list and I can honestly tell you I remember about maybe four or five of these okay. shows. Okay, so here let's get it started. So okay. uh, I'll get it started here. Number thirty one had uh, Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, and uh, Enrique Iglesias and Tony oh, Braxton, Braxton in two thousand one. Wow, do you remember anything about that? Uh, I have. Sc- Scant memories of that halftime show. Uh, from what I recall, I remember I thought they put too many entertainers on the same stage. Oh yeah, it you know was, you you do get caught in that sometimes. I do remember yeah. there was one, and they probably have it in here with Aerosmith, but it mm-hmm. seemed it was like Aerosmith, and it was just like a whole bunch of people, and I couldn't keep track of them. Yeah. Okay, so number uh, uh, number thirty, you take this one. Number thirty featured uh, Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt, and the Judds performing at the Super Bowl halftime show, nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety. See, I don't. That was a, a total country uh, su- uh, halftime Super Bowl show. I don't remember it. I was a senior in high school, <laughs> so I just dated myself, folks. Yes, but uh, I don't remember it because I was a senior in high school, and uh, yeah. Here, here's a funny one. I'll take this next one. Number yeah. twenty nine. This one happened in twenty nineteen. Okay. And I don't even remember it. 2019, mm-hmm. uh, this one had Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I do, do you remember I, anything I, about that? I do remember that. I remember coming away thinking to myself, 
um, that Maroon 5 is really, for me at least, not much better in a halftime show than they mm. are with their music. I don't like Maroon 5's music. Not a fan. Or, not a fan, no. I yeah. just And then trying to throw Travis Barker in there, I mean, that's like trying to... Um, that's like trying to put, uh, you know, Seal. Oh, it was Travis Scott. Oh, Travis Scott. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like trying to put uh, Travis Scott, or that's like trying to put Seal as the lead singer of the Beastie Boys. I mean, it just <laughs> didn't work out for some okay. reason. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, what's what do we got for number twenty eight? So number twenty eight is the Rolling Stones, who performed in the halftime show in two thousand six. Mm. Okay. Now I I don't really remember the Rolling Stones show much either. I like mm-hmm. the Rolling Stones myself. But um, I guess it only makes sense that one of the most, if not the most successful rock bands in the history of music, and that would be Mick and the Boys would perform at the Super Bowl. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of vaguely remember this, but uh, yeah, not much to it. Okay. Number 27 here. And and this is going way back. 1997. Oh, this is actually a good one. Oh, Lord. I think I kind of vaguely remember this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is going way back. This is uh, Dan Aykroyd. You're like, wait, what? No, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> and James Belushi, they did the right. Blues Brothers, right? right. With John yep. Goodman. John Goodman was like the third Blues Brother, yep. right? He would pop in once in a while. Yep. They also had ZZ Top and James Brown. Wow. Yeah. Watch me. Watch, watch me now. Me. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 uh, oh, they did Soul Man, of course. They sang in Give Me Some Lovin'. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, now that I, I would actually go back and I need to rewatch that. Uh, on YouTube or something. Yeah, I was just going to say the m- yeah. power of YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, so uh, hit number 26. Number 26, 1999, Gloria Estefan, Stevie mm. Wonder, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy all performed Ooh. together. I don't remember that one. 1999, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so it looks like, um, I guess, the according to this article here, there's not a lot of heaping praise on that show because apparently, and quoting this article here, two all-time greats wasted on a spectacle that was absolutely hollow at its core. Mm. So it sounds like I didn't miss much in not remembering this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Number 25 yeah. was, uh, ooh, from 2018. Oh, we remember this one. And that one is uh, Justin Tim. No, but this is Justin Timberlake by himself. Oh, not with Janet no, Jackson. No, this is by oh, himself. Oh, man, I really yeah. wanted to say something no. about the wardrobe malfunction. Well, you'll, you'll, I'm sure we'll get there because <laughs> okay, it's got to be in great. here somewhere. Right, right. Uh, number 24 is? Number 24 is The Who. Hmm. Per- I did not know The Who performed in 2010. Yeah. Okay. I, I totally and I totally forgot that. Hmm. I'm okay. Wow. You learn something new every day. I you guess. might want to check that one out on YouTube. Or I something. will. I'll check it out. All right. Number uh, twenty three. We've got uh, from two thousand and three. Oh, this uh, this actually would probably would have been a good one, but I don't still remember it. Uh, Shania Twain, No Doubt, and Sting. Okay. This one I do remember. Do you? I, was I it do, good? I remember it from the No Doubt element. Yes. Okay. Um, it was kind of good. I remember Gwen Stefani, the the lead singer of No Doubt, kind of went out there on stage and had kind of like a really garish outfit. Mm. I mean, she's known for wearing garish outfits anyway. But I uh, just, yeah, I visually it it made my eyes burn. I thought my eyeballs were seeping out. Oh of my gosh. My sockets. So that, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got, uh, what's number 22 here? Number 22. Oh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers performed in 2008. Yeah. Okay, don't remember that one either, but I'm I'm sure it was good. I'll have to go back and watch like almost all of these. Yeah, he had American Girl, I Won't Back Down, Free Fallen, and Running, Running Down, Down a Dream. dream. Yeah, never would have come to me. 
Working on a mystery. <laughs> Number okay. 21. Uh, I, I think I would have remembered this, but I still don't, which is I, uh, from 2005. I remember this. Paul, Paul McCartney, 2005. Paul McCartney. And yeah. I remember thinking to myself, um, great. I don't know if his microphone had sound issues, but he just really sounded kind of... I hate to say this, out of all due respect to Sir Paul, because I love the Beatles and him, he sounded old. Yeah. He yeah. sounded like his age was finally starting to catch up to him a little well, bit. Well, yeah, and not necessarily the Super Bowl, but I mean, I've heard him, you know, do other things. And yeah, he's just, he, he's getting to that mm-hmm. point where, you know, when you go and see him, it's almost because he was a Beatle, he's Paul McCartney, but right. it's not for the actual, right. you know, you're seeing him for the person, not necessarily the talent they're putting on the stage at the time. Right. Type exactly. of thing. Yeah. Um, it is funny, though. It does say here in this that this was America's punishment. So this must, this happened in 2005. So in 2004, must have been. The one you're talking about because this is America's punishment for Janet Jackson's uh, wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So number twenty, uh, 2014 mm-hmm. was the year we had uh, Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I remember this. I, one. you know, I do kind of remember this. I mean, it doesn't stand out uh, as much, but I do kind of remember it. I remember Bruno Mars performing that song that really just bugs the heck out of me. Oh, 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 I mean, every time well, now, I hear he, that he did song, perform like a couple of times in Super Bowl okay. shows. So okay. was that the one? I don't know if that was the one or not. Oh, maybe it was the one where he went solo then. I don't know. I don't hmm. remember. But at any rate, yeah, I'm not a Bruno Mars fan. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers, but not, not much of a Bruno Mars fan. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, number 19 what do you got you uh, too performed in 2002 2002 Super Bowl yeah time show so this was kind of interesting i i think i i kind of remember this one a little bit uh and the reason why is because this was obviously a year after 9 11 and youtube's uh, mm. i mean u2's song uh one of u2's songs uh kind of became like the the default America's song. It's uh, I don't remember the title of it again, but it was played ad nauseum on the radio in all of the uh, 9/11 tributes. So, yeah, it kind of coincided with the you know YouTube that song featured there after 9/11. So, but I mean, YouTube's always been great in concert, whether it's Super Bowl halftime show or not. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I do. I I kind of I remember this one, and I thought it was okay. Um, I'm not a big fan of of his, but uh, in 2021, at number 18 here, we have the weekend. Uh, you're not too happy about that, Eric. I remember this one vividly, and I felt the weekend should have taken a vacation <laughs> because <laughs> this show was just god awful. And really? I just came away saying to myself, "What the heck is this guy?" And this is the guy that griped and moaned about not winning a Grammy award like mm. two years ago. Did you ever think that you didn't win a Grammy award because your music sucks? Yeah, that's just yeah. my take. He's got, good, I guess, good pop music. Well, hey, check this out. Uh, mm-hmm. Who who came up in uh, at number seventeen in two thousand nine? Uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Yeah, of course, Bruce Springsteen has to. Perform. He he's okay. Bruce is okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a big huge fan of his. Sorry everyone, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's like everybody loves you know, and and he does have good music, but mm-hmm. I I don't know. Um, ooh, this is an interesting one in nineteen ninety eight. At number 16 here, we have uh, Boys to Men. See, now here's another one. We got a lot of people, a lot of things going on. You got uh, Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. You got Smokey Robinson, Martha Reeves, uh. and The Temptations, and Queen Latifah. 
Okay, so obvious, that's a lot. <laughs> so I'm thinking, was the Super Bowl? I'll have to go back and look. But in 1998, was the Super Bowl played at the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit, where the Lions used to play? Because if mm, you know Eric, if you Detroit, know your, if you know your music history, we got some Motown artists yeah. on here: Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Martha Reeves, Temptations, Motown, Queen Latifah, Motown, Boys to Men weren't Motown, but they copied their sound out of a lot of Motown acts. You I, know, and I'm, I'm looking you know, here to see if there's a reference to that and i don't see it so i don't know where it was played so that's an interesting okay. that'd be an interesting look it would yeah oh hey number 15 what do we got oh wow what a surprise rihanna <laughs> wow gee didn't we just finish talking about yeah. her gee yeah. hated it two thumbs down yeah 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 so that was yeah I, I i don't even know why it was that high in the list to be honest that's being kind yeah it, Stage five, Patty LaBelle, Teddy Pendergrass five. Yeah, interesting. Wow, yeah, the, wow. I don't remember that one either, but um, it, it, it's an interesting mix because I mean, we know who Tony Bennett is, uh, we know who Patty LaBelle is, an RB artist, Arturo Sandoval, like I mentioned, is a world famous jazz trumpeter, and then Teddy Pendergrass, who's kind of who kind of uh, personified that black rhythm and soul sound in the in the 70s. And then, of course, Miami Sound Machine. So it's kind of like a multi-cultural uh, um, sound element there coming into play. You know, it's really funny because uh, it does seem like, I don't know if, it, if it's certain decades or, or times or if it's just every few years, but they seem to pull together. They try to do like a whole eclectic yeah. group of people, but it's not yeah. all the time. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe they try yeah. to mix it up. I don't know, but it maybe. looks like um, I've never really seen a list like this. So, you right, know, and right. seen so many. Uh, so many performers. I mean, all there just seem. Oh yeah, I, oh, all these guys were together. That's crazy. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so number right. thirteen, we do have a few more. Uh, we have uh, uh, in two thousand eleven, you had the Black Eyed Peas, you had Usher, and Slash. Just Slash. Just Slash. No Guns and Roses. Just Slash. No Guns and Roses. Just Slash. Yeah. Still wearing the top hat and the nose ring. It's funny. It says this laid the groundwork for the Madonna, Beyonce, mm -hmm. and all the rest with a full field of dancers and glowing costumes and a futuristic theme. So mm -hmm. maybe that kind of started that that trend i think so um yeah uh because before you i you know and to be honest i can't really remember a time when they didn't have like a field full except for rihanna she didn't really have too many but they usually would have like a field full of dancers and stuff you know right. going on but mm -hmm. but yeah it's true not uh before that i can't remember that anyway okay so number 12 number 12 is jennifer lopez and shakira performing mm. in halftime in 2020 which makes a lot of sense and it, yeah. I, I remember this show i actually loved it because uh, the Super Bowl was played in Miami that year, I believe, and both Je Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, while they're not from Miami, they have those Central American, Latin American sea of Cuba, yeah. Latin American population anyway. But I do remember that show, Jennifer Lopez. Wow. Uh, looked very good in that show. So did Shakira. And uh, they actually did very well together. They complimented each other very well. Well, if you remember that one, do you remember uh, number 11? Uh, in 2017, we got Lady Gaga. Do you remember that one? I remember Lady Gaga. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah I do remember that one. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I thought it was good, too. Lady Gaga, I feel, is one of the most talented uh, performers out there right now. Uh, she's... Mm. She definitely knows how to put on a show, and she has a great voice, too. And if you don't believe me, um, watch the movie A Star is Born, and then you'll come awake uh, right on that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so she's definitely got some talent behind, she does. behind her, yeah, the mm -hmm. persona. Uh, what do we got here for number 10? Number 10 is the legendary, the one and only Michael Jackson, wow. who performed in 1993 in the so halftime show. This is when the list started from 1993. Yep, it looks like it. So... so Wow. I have I do not remember that one at all, but I'm sure I saw 
<laughs> I'm sure I did, and I just probably filtered it out just because I was never a Michael Jackson fan. Mm. Oh, here, here's another one. Number nine, uh, Coldplay, Beyonce. Now, Bruno Mars. This is when I remember Bruno Mars here in okay. 2016. Yeah. Okay. That must be the one with that song. He, d- that he really- did it because he did. I remember he did a good job. He was very, uh, very, I think, James Brown esque during this one. I can't remember the other Super Bowl show if he was or not, but I remember this one, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. So number eight, folks, we scroll on down here. We're getting to the end, I promise. We have, ah, ha, 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 you leave the best one for me, Eric. Which one? Janet oh, Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Jessica Simpson, Kid Rock, Nelly, and P. <laughs> Diddy. Wow. Okay. In 2004. This was the halftime show where I was just like everybody else. My jaw hit the floor when Justin Timberlake ripped off part of Janet Jackson's bra. And I'm sorry, Justin. I still don't believe you it was when an you say it was an accident. There was no accident about it. Justin Timberlake is a little horn dog. He had every intention of ripping that off. Well, I don't. Yeah, but I the whole. I remember the whole controversy was did, did was it staged? Was it In other words, did they plan it somehow? Was right. that a fake? You know, when her her uh, breast came out because I did. Was it fake or not? So Janet didn't look like it was staged to me. The way uh, this look on well, her face. she's a, she's a, she's a pretty decent an actor i mean you know and you know incidentally poetic uh, justice right yeah well literally for the nfl too because <laughs> it well it because for after that after that mishap Eric, yeah this was the halftime show that forced the nfl to kind of rethink the whole super bowl halftime show guidelines for mm. entertainers as in no more risque outfits no more um no more outlandish over-the-top spectacles that involve kinky, half-worn, scantily clad clothing. They kept a, they kept a closer eye on what's going they on. They did. Yeah. They did. They got a lot you know, of censor groups and on And it's them. so funny because I, all I remember is Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. And I don't remember Jessica Simpson, Kid Rock, Nelly, or P. Diddy. I don't remember any of those guys in there except for those two, right? Why so you? there you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, here's an interesting one from uh, uh, number seven uh, from way back in 1996. We had Diana Ross. And she. I hey. guess she was by herself. Yeah, she was. Where, That's interesting. Why did the Supremes? Where are the Supremes at? Well, you know, well, come on. I, well, she had a successful solo career after the Supremes, too. So Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, yeah, Diana, I guess, was considered a safe choice for performing the halftime entertainment at Super Bowl Thirty. But, uh, you know, uh, she performed all of her big hits, like Ain't No Mountain High Enough and... Uh, stop in the name of love. Many that she did yeah. with the Supremes. Baby so. love, my baby. That was with the Supremes, love. though, wasn't it? Yep, it was. Yeah. I need you, oh, I need. And if you start karaoke in the love song with Lionel <laughs> Richie, I'm gonna smack you. I kid you not. All right, sounds okay. like fun. All right, number six. What do we got? We got Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz, and Missy Elliott. I remember this show. The yeah, only I, thing... I remember Missy Elliott actually. Yeah, I think I she she stood out in this in this whole performance. Now, I mean, I always like yeah, I always like Lenny Kravitz. But and yeah. this one was from 2015. 15. I yeah. remember Missy Elliott. Actually, I thought was the best performer out of all three of them. Yeah, yeah. And I thought the stage was kind of dad. You know, give me a break. But Missy Missy Elliott was great. Now here's the one I was talking about. Number five here we have Aerosmith, right? Ah. So we had here, here. Here's all the people that were with him and this is back in 2001 you had Aerosmith you had yeah. NSYNC which again had Justin Timberlake he's been on there three times now yeah. so you had you had NSYNC you had uh, Britney Spears mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige and Nelly Nelly again uh, I don't I remember I vaguely remember because I remember Aerosmith was on there and I think they did a good job I think they even played uh, 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 what is that one song uh, Walk This Way or whatever Yep. Um, but yeah I, I kind of vaguely remember and I think they did a pretty good job 
uh, all of them together. Okay. It was a good mesh there. All right. Cool deal. What do we got for number four? Oh, boy. This was a great one here. I, this was just like within the last year. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Fit, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem. And that was in? 2022. Wow. Last I don't, year. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> I do. I do. And actually, even though I'm not a fan of rap music or hip hop, I came away very impressed from generations that um, during the truly influence the generations married. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I like to remember it. So I've, or you were, I don't know, maybe I felt Beyonce Destiny's and Destiny's Child mm. uh, in 2013. So she got together. Uh, basically, it was Destiny's Child, right? Yep. But, exactly. you know, she was called out. I guess they they, uh, they had to put her out uh, separately there. Beyonce. Yep. Um yeah, don't remember that one. I, I, I think either. I think I did watch it because I think that was a big deal. It was like they were getting back together. I mean, you know, at, for, at least for the show, right? So yep. that was kind of huge back then. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, I think they were kind of at that tail end of their breakup. And Beyonce, obviously, at that time had already embarked on his history. No, you're talking about she oh, met I'm talking uh, Jay-Z. I'm Jay-Z, sorry. yeah. yeah. Puffy well, she might have met Puffy, too. We don't know. But. Well, Puffy was with J-Lo for a while. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. So before she oh got back gosh. with Ben Affleck. Couldn't keep track of them all. I know. See, this is crazy. All right, number two, what do we got? We have, oh, Madonna, LMFAO, Nicki Minaj, and CeeLo Green. I do remember this vaguely. I do I remember do. this, yeah. I do, too. And the one thing I remember from it was that Madonna looked out of her element to some extent. Mm. It felt like she was kind of upstaged by Nicki Minaj. Oh, and, maybe. Because yeah. I, you know, I do remember like Nicki Minaj and the CeeLo Green more in this performance than I do Madonna. Yeah. But uh, interesting. Hey, and here we are. This is it. So we got the number one spot. And th- this is this was my, my has always yes. been my pick forever and ever. Mine Whenever too. people ask me about it, I say there was Mine no, there's, nobody can touch mm-hmm. this performer who performed at the Super Bowl in 2007, the one, the only Prince. Purple rain, <laughs> purple rain. This, this was the best Ooh. halftime show ever. I, yes, I think they I might. They, they should have just said, you know what, we're not doing halftime shows anymore after this because right. they can't be topped. Right. It, this it, he was amazing. It, I mean, and and he did it yep. by himself. It was just him. Yep. Yeah. And it was raining. Remember and it was I raining? Knew. I think he was saying purple rain and it he was, was raining. Purple rain while it was raining. That was this uh, I mean, I'm like, "Come on. Right. Are it, you kidding me?" It's like, "God, you picked a hell of a time to be uh you picked a hell of a time here to have all the elements mesh together." Yeah. I mean, it's like, "Yeah, I agree with you. This was the best one." And Prince has always been yeah. in my estimation one of the greatest all-around entertainers and musicians out there. Yes, he yes, definitely. Great great guitarist, great songwriter, great show star great everything and this was just he rolled out all the stops for this one and, and you know what it was is that is that he could carry the show and it was it was by himself it's not like he needed like a whole field full of dancers and all this other stuff going on you know all this eye candy stuff going on with you know people over here people over there with signs and and the whole you know yeah. they've, they've tried all kinds of gimmicks with these shows and he was just there by himself he had the talent yep. to carry that thing through he's just such an amazing was an amazing yep. performer I, I, mean, I still remember oh that guitar Gosh. solo he performed and i was just like yeah. wow let it rip prince yeah yeah mm-hmm. so anyway yeah i do agree that is definitely number one of all time nobody yep. will ever ever top that nope, so no way yeah well hey guys whoa that's our cue yeah that's our cue to get out of here we yep. hope you uh, enjoyed this episode please remember to subscribe and review the show because it helps us out there in the rankings and we do appreciate it and coming up in the future, we have some exciting updates to bring you regarding how you can follow us on social media. Yeah. But until then, 
You'll have to tell your friends or neighbors about us. We appreciate you guys listening to us. You have to do it the old-fashioned way. Call them up. Let them know. That's right. <laughs> until until. Ne- hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.